0: Dreadheads, this is one ad you are not going to want to skip. Psilocybin, when taken thoughtfully at sub-hallucinogenic levels, can sharpen your focus, hone your mental clarity, unleash your creativity, expand your mind, and ease your anxiety. Spread the dread. It's proud to be sponsored by Schedule 35. And if you head over to Schedule35.co and use coupon code STDPOD, that's S-T-D-P-O-D, you can get 15% off your first order. Schedule 35 takes a science-backed approach to microdosing shrooms. They precisely measure out every dose, verify the age of every one of their customers, and ship discreetly. Better yet, they give you a microdosing regimen that allows you to enjoy the benefits of psilocybin without any of the hallucinogenic effects. So visit schedule35.co today and be sure to use promo code STDPOD. That's S-T-D-P-O-D for 15% off your first order. I'm John. And I'm Joe. And welcome to episode 52 of Spread the Dread podcast. This week we are covering Ronald Dominic, the Bayou Strangler. Uploading a little late. Yes. Better late than never, I guess.
1: Well, technically not late because it is still Wednesday.
0: <laughs> right, yes. But normally, you know, they go in at midnight on Wednesday. This time uh, we have a little piece of equipment that runs our mixer and mics and all that jazz into our laptop that we do this on. And something, I don't know. I, 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 don't I think Some- the little
1: chip on it actually is what cracked, and that was the reason why we had to replace it, because... It didn't do anything, and the moment you put the new one in, it shot up on the screen. The driver showed. So, right, no. so uh,
0: thank goodness Amazon was able to get us one overnight, uh, so we are uh, ready to record. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to episode fifty one about uh, Sutomo Miyazaki, uh, the Ota- Was he the otaku? Otaku murderer. Otaku murderer. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. The plays for that one have been very strong. So yes. thank y'all all very much for that. And
1: um, oh my God, what was the last fright flick, Joe? uh that wasn't steel was it no it was the new year's one no, no. well,
0: still trap was the new years New Year's, year's one. yeah that oh, was the new i gotta year's go one. i gotta dreadheads you gotta bear with me here i'm doing what i gotta circus do circus of
1: the dead circus of the dead there yes jay is gonna Popcorn. fucking
0: yeah jay's gonna murk there me we. for not remembering <laughs> that's the one that one was the plays for that one have been very strong so hopefully you guys have been checking that uh Uh, I know you've been checking out our episode of it, but definitely make sure to check out that movie on uh, Tubi and Voodoo and a few other places you can watch that thing for free. Uh, Joe, what is the most dreadful website in the entire internet?
1: OnlyFans.com. No, sorry. <laughs> well, it depends sorry. <laughs> on what section you go on to. Honestly,
0: any type of social media site could be the most yeah. dreadful, depending on what Facebook, you do with. Facebook
1: has just got awful. But ours is SpreadTheDreadPodcast.com and you're going to find links to our donation tiers, our merchandise, to the, all the different podcast platforms that you can listen to us on and as well as like a built-in player right on our website.
0: Yes, and very importantly too, you'll find links to uh, YouTube and Bitshoot. Make mm. sure you go over there and subscribe because uh, you can get the audio only of these shows on there but you can also get the video for when we do the fright flick fuck mary kill we do those every friday this upcoming episode this week we're going to be doing surrogate which came out last year it's an aussie horror film so uh make sure you check that out shouldn't be any delay on that now that this Whole little this one little piece.
1: I know. I'm looking at it and it's like it's what so an tiny. inch, an inch by inch. I know. <laughs> adapter. I know. And it is.
0: Yeah. It's it's bigger than uh, sutomo Miyazaki's penis. Penis. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, <laughs> it's way more important than what his penis was. Uh, yeah. So. Um, but yeah. Let's. Uh, I I think that's it is That all. Oh, make sure that uh, if you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify, that you leave us a five star review. Screenshot that, send it to us on Facebook or IG or spreadthedreadpodcast at gmail.com along with your mailing address, and we will send you out some free stickers. All of the stickers that we were needing to get sent out, they have been sent out. So a few of y'all that were waiting on them, y'all should be getting those any day now. Uh, and make sure when you get the uh, stickers in, if you'll take a picture. Of yourself holding those stickers, we'll make sure to uh, add you to a flyer. Well, a flyer, image, flyer, whatever, post Post, up on IG and Facebook when we... uh when we uh, promote and remind everyone about doing those reviews. So, uh yeah, make sure to send that over to us. Joe, is that it? Yeah, it is. All right, motherfuckers. Y'all have been waiting all day and patiently. Some of you. Some of you have not been waiting very <laughs> patiently. Uh, I think, who was it? Was it Marty that suggested that the piece I was missing was a blue chew? <laughs> Thankfully, you defended me. Yeah, I did. Me and let him I did. That if that was the case, we wouldn't have three kids. It's
1: exactly.
0: But... Either way, let's get into episode 52 about Ronald Dominic, the The Bayou Bayou Strangler. Strangler.
1: All right, so let's kick this shit off. Ronald Joseph Dominic was born on January 9th, 1964 in Thibodeau, Louisiana. that is is, (laughs) down in Louisiana. Louisiana. He was the younger of two children, and um, his family was poor and lived in a trailer park that was actually located on the outskirts of their city. Yeah, now if
0: you look at the picture of this fella while you're watching this, he looks like he was poor <laughs> and in a trailer park. He's also built like mashed potatoes.
1: Right? No, this, just like a fucking potato. Just the same thickness all the way down. Yes,
0: and oddly enough, his choice of killing people was strangling them, something that could not physically be done to That's himself so lovely, nah. because he has the fucking neck width of a fucking trash can, <laughs> and which makes sense because he's a garbage person. But Joe, go on and talk about his uh, all the fa- financial hardships and stuff.
1: Yeah, so um, yeah. So his fi- uh, financial hardships, he lived the entirety of his childhood childhood and ten years uh, at poverty level. Um, he ended up graduating from Thibodeau High School in nineteen eighty three and after graduation he enrolled at Nichols State University where he studied uh, computer science. That doesn't seem fitting. Nothing and- about
0: him suggests science, computers. No, none of that stuff. No,
1: um, but he quickly lost interest and dropped out a year or so later. I'm gonna imagine that he, he figured
0: out he was too stupid to do it, and so he just his neck was th-
1: his neck out. was too thick.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it was probably some sort of a fire hazard in the classrooms. They yeah. were trying to get him out instead of instead of carpal
1: tunnel. His like neck tunnel from like <laughs> trying to stay
0: stooped over his. His neck keyboard. is the size of a tunnel, like <laughs> one for cars. Like this dude, like, yeah, it looks it, like his
1: head came out of his neck, which is crazy.
0: It, no, it just look. Yeah, it looks like his shoulders just went on up Shoulda and years,
1: basically. <laughs> um, so during his time in college, he was known for um, a really depressing temperament, and he had a huge lack of communication skills and obviously weight problems. Now, this is also coupled with low self-esteem, poor health, and he was often the target of bullying because of all of this. I bet he was
0: depressed because they, no matter how much he liked it, he could never find a necktie. <laughs> That would actually fit him. Do they have like a men's big and tall for fucking necks? I don't know. Well, I would Ronald think Dominic so. would have benefited from it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, he was considered, you know, very unpopular, and you know, was an outcast. Uh, he didn't play any sports. Didn't, uh, didn't even party it up. No drinking, no drugs or anything like that. Now, shortly before he ended up dropping out of Nichols State University, uh, Ronald came to the realization that he was gay and uh, started to visit uh, local gay bars uh, multiple times. Now, what ended up happening, and I think this more than anything led to him leaving, leaving the leaving university was because some classmates saw him there, and so this furthered the harassment towards him. Um, even though he continued to vehemently deny that he was in
1: fact gay. And Sienna always makes me wonder, why the fuck were you there? Well, that's my How whole the fuck thing. did you see me if you ain't? I mean, I, I, that would have been my defense
0: has been like, okay, if you guys are going to tease me for being gay because you saw me at a gay bar, why were you at a gay bar? Thank you. I mean, unless, I don't know, maybe it was like they, they saw him coming out of it or going into it. Uh, who knows? But I mean, again, we got to remember this is the, the 80s. 80s. So yeah. Very, very a lot different of stigma times and
1: all kinds of bullshit going on during this time.
0: Absolutely. So now, before Ronald Dominic would go on to become a serial killer and the reason that he's on this show, he started off with some some crimes before then, Joe. On June 12th of 1985, uh, he was arrested uh, on charges of sexual harassment committed via the telephone. Me and my buddies prank call a lot back in the day. That was the 90s. You could do that then. You can't really do that shit anymore. Every phone has caller ID. Yeah. Like Everyone has mobile phones now.
1: So. And if it but, comes uh, up unknown, people are not going to answer it anyway. Right, and I don't know <laughs> the
0: extent of what a sexual harassment via telephone I- includes, but he had a $75 fine for it. Uh, now, due to his uh, lack of education and very bad communication skills, unless he was sexually harassing you on a telephone, <laughs> uh, Ronald was forced to work in low-skilled labor jobs uh, and he actually struggled to hold down uh, jobs due to disciplinary issues he he had a stubborn streak that was as wide as his neck <laughs> and uh, did not did not take uh, didn't take it to authority very well um,
1: and that's he, yeah disciplinary issue so he's unable to keep down a job yeah for a long period of time he has just no stability around. in his life whatsoever no. and he likes making se- sexually explicit telephone calls hey i mean i guess when God you damn. when you have
0: when you're so bad at so many things when you find the one thing you're good at you just despite stick it being with sexual it. <laughs> harassment via telephones i guess you just kind of go with it but, yeah, he would, he, would, uh, he would bounce around from job to job, extended periods of being unemployed. Um, and he actually uh, would go through periods where he would live with his mother, uh, mm-hmm. some of his sisters, and stuff like that while being employed. So just, you know, mooching off them, couldn't hold it down, couldn't even afford rent and shit like that. Uh, to uh, compound it, I guess he may have, at this point, he finally got on to drinking and doing drugs. Uh, So he ended up getting a drunk driving charge in May of 94, and he was fined for that offense. Uh, Two years later, uh, on August 25th of 1996, a partially naked young man jumped out of the window of Ronald Dominic's bedroom in his sister's house. So this was a period of time when Ronald was living with one of his sister's. Um, the young man, after he escaped, you know, ran to the neighbor, uh, the neighbors and told them that Ronald Dominic had raped and attempted to kill him. Uh, Ronald was arrested, uh, and his bail was set at hundred thousand dollars. So Which is
1: $10,000 with the bails bombs. Yeah. In. If
0: you want to go through dog, the bounty hunter, that'll cost you 10 large. And then, you know, <laughs> he's going to track you down give you cigarettes, talk about going with Christ and things like that. <sighs> um, now when the case was actually transferred to the court dreadheads, The prosecutor's office was unable to locate this alleged victim or even establish his identity. So this ended up resulting in the case being dismissed in November of that same year.
1: Yeah. So on February 10th of 2002. At least he cooled his jets for a few
0: years after that. He was like, oh, shit. You know, yeah. so yeah, like six years. like six, like years, six later. years,
1: like five, six years, yeah. So um he was actually arrested for assaulting a woman in uh Terrebonne Parish during a Mardi Gras festival. Yeah. He claimed that the woman had hit a baby stroller in one of the parking lots due to her dangerous driving. Um, the alleged ev- uh event actually led to an argument with her and Ronald, and he-, he was demanding an apology.
0: Which I mean, I don't know why that would be the one thing. Like getting into an argument like, no, apologize. A it's a baby. Uh it's not Ronald's baby. Well, it's
1: not a baby. It just says a stroller. It hit a baby stroller, so we don't even know if there was a baby in it.
0: i, I To be fair, in all yeah. the places I looked up, it just said baby stroller. Yeah, but so yeah, I don't know. So I'm, I'm guessing he was probably pretty fucking tanked up. It's during Mardi Gras, you know. Yeah. He's he's got an appetite for beer that's as big as his neck, and so
1: yeah, <laughs> he's demanding. It down. Yeah, I love how. Yeah,
0: dude, I bet so. I bet he just fucking he crushes kegs like fucking. He could literally tall boys. take his fist
1: in his mouth and put it down his own. Throat. Dude,
0: absolutely. If he <laughs> swallowed anything, he could reach in and grab it before it hit his digestive (laughs) tract for sure
1: now um the woman ended up apologizing but right afterwards he fucking hauls off and punches the (laughs) shit out of her in the face
0: it's not a reaction to an apology (laughs) i'm sorry fuck you yeah
1: um he was charged but the case was later dropped uh and an agreement of reconciliation was reached between him and the woman with whom he had you know made the amends right
0: now so as we've established Ronald Dominic is a he's he's in the closet maybe not so much by this point uh, because he's you know he's away from the school and stuff like that and I mean fuck he, he I'm sure there was probably something in the papers and stuff once he was charged with that that, that naked yeah. guy getting out of his room and shit and he had I mean he fuck he had a hundred thousand dollar bail on him <laughs> um, but you know he so he he didn't have, he wasn't married had no kids uh, now he preferred to spend most of his free time in gay bars uh, which. I found this to be just fucking hilarious. Uh he would uh he would actually often dress in drag. Uh and dress as Patty LaBelle.
1: La yeah. Interesting.
0: I imagine he went full blackface. <laughs> I imagine with with reckless abandon and zero fucks given. He went blackface like shoe polish blackface. <laughs> oh, oh god. Because it's Robert Dominic
1: and no. Yeah, he doesn't have the social skills or social aptitude yeah, no, no. to know that that would be horrible thing to do absolutely
0: <laughs> but you know he did that because he was actually a really big fan of hers hmm. uh, and he was unable to really ever establish a serious relationship and was actually often looked down upon by the local gay community. That
1: actually makes a lot of sense.
0: I mean, look at his picture.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, the the culture, when it comes to like, uh, the, like the gay scene and all that, because that's kind of how I grew up. Uh, Fair enough. No. <laughs> um, y- you know, your, your outliers, the people that were kind of standing on the sides of Scorpios, <laughs> were not your most attractive people. That's why they stood in the dark. And everybody else was the flamboyant, happy, fun, you know, stereotypical gay that was in the fucking floor dancing. I,
0: I feel like that would be like the perfect nickname for Ronald Dominic, just the outlier. The outlier. No matter where he is, no matter what's going on, that's the outlier over there. That is the that is the guy who's going to make up the borders. Of He's whatever's defi- going he on.
1: definitely strikes me as the type that's there at last call when the lights got flipped on at Scorpios. You oh, never yeah. wanted to be there. He's
0: offering a lot of people that are way too wasted rides home. Yeah, and yeah. probably getting a lot of pity hand jobs for it, <laughs> it and stuff like that. And they just, just don't look at my neck while you do it. <laughs> <laughs> or he'd make him look at his neck like that's the choke only way he get Choke me with your legs. <laughs> yeah, choke me with, yeah, dude, yeah. You, would, you ain't getting you those hands around how many that. feet worth of rope you would need <laughs> to even put a modest choking on this fella. <laughs> so now we covered all that, Dreadheads. Let's get to the fucked up shit that y'all are here to hear all about. Ronald Dominic starting what would become a 23 confirmed victim murder spree. Now, he tended to go after teenagers and men, um, aged between 16 and 46, pretty wide swath there. Uh, now, not all of his victims were, were gay. Uh, however, most of his victims were African American. Okay.
1: Um, yeah.
0: I don't know if that's something he intended. Uh, I, I don't, Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's what
1: he found more attractive because he loved Patti LaBelle. I I mean, maybe that was the culture he was engrossed in. Could be
0: very much. So, Joe, kick us off with the first murder that started, uh, began in uh, in July of 1997.
1: Yeah, so with Ronald's uh, first confirmed victim being, um, it was a 19-year-old African-American man named David Mitchell. He was picked up while hitchhiking alone from his grandmother's house after attending a relative's birthday party. His body was found on July 14th in a ditch along the highway near a wooded area in St. Charles Parish about two days after he was last seen. Now, forensic research showed that there was uh, ditch water in his lungs and no traces of physical trauma, drugs, or even alcohol. So his death was initially ru- ruled as accidental drowning, but David Mitchell's father insisted that his son was an excellent swimmer and that he had been murdered. Now, since the water level was low, along with the fact that David's pants had been lowered or lowered to his ankles when found, so it kind of corroborated the yeah, fact I, that, I, like, yeah, there's no way. He's not intoxicated. He's not on drugs. It's not like he just fell into the ditch with his fucking pants around his ankles and drowned in an inch, couple, right. a couple inches that, of water. And that's
0: going to be something you're going to kind of see as we go through these notes, dreadheads. That this was either big time gross incompetence on the police office or the police in the area not linking this shit together. I don't know if because a lot of the victims were black mm. initially. I don't know if because a lot of it seemed to come out of the gay scene. And again, Mm. we're talking, we're still talking about in the nineties here, you know, Mm. very, very different from what we're looking at in 2023. Mm. Uh, But yeah, uh, had there been either a somewhat them giving a shit that there was all these, you know, quote unquote gay men turning up dead or better police skill going on down there, Ronald Dominic would have never reached 23 uh, fucking murders. Uh, His next two murders, uh, they also took place in St. Charles Parish. Now, the first was in December of 97, when he strangled 20-year-old Gary Pierre, who had recently been arrested for drug uh, trafficking. Pierre's body was found fully clothed, with no signs of physical trauma or drugs found in his system either. Now, the second one occurred on July 31st of 1998. So we're, we're getting a, a little yeah. bit of spread here, six, six months. seven months.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and this, uh, this time Ronald killed 38-year-old Larry Ranson, who uh, was a drug-addicted homeless man. Uh, now, Ranson was the first victim to be subjected to bondage by Ronald Dominic, and that is something that is going to play a role in upcoming murders as well.
1: Okay. So in early October of 1998, uh Dominique uh, Dominic, yeah.
0: Yeah, don't, uh, don't make it sound fancy. I know,
1: my bad. Yeah, Dominic. Now, I bet he made
0: people. It's Robert Dominique. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Look at my neck. Uh
1: this is <laughs> he met uh twenty-seven-year-old Oliver LeBanks in uh Materi? Metair, Metair,
0: I think. Metairie, something. M-E-T-A-I-R-I-E. Any Cajun dreadhead, feel free to let us know how to fucking pronounce that shit.
1: Yeah, LeBanks' body was later disposed of on the outskirts of Metairie, where it was found on October 4th. Now, during the autopsy, traces of semen were found on his body. Relatives and friends of Oliver LeBanks' family later confirmed that he'd only recently resorted to leading like kind of like a vagrant lifestyle after he had been fired from his job for using drugs.
0: Right, and this is another thing you're going to start are seeing he's 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 going after people that are easy to get a hold of mm. homeless people you know people mm. with kind of shady pasts and things like that and it's well. easy
1: to be to a lower you know those type of people in like i hadn't you know Three uh, three hot a cot. You you want to come oh, with come guy out with my that place? Much,
0: yeah, with that neck that big, they knew we had food at least yeah. at home for <laughs> fucking sure and large pillows.
1: Later in October of nineteen ninety eight, um, Ronald X uh, actually meets sixteen uh, year old Joseph Brown in Kenner and lured him into his truck, offering him crack. And after sharing it together, so I guess he did partake by this point. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, he he had started his
0: party in ways and stuff like mm, that, but for for sense. sure by this point, yeah.
1: Um, so he ends up. Beating the teenager several times. Who's
0: going to fuck him or let him fuck them if there's not drugs involved? I know, right? Again, like, I mean, we, we can talk shit about him because he's a piece of shit, so everyone yeah. can laugh along. But this is an ugly man. I'm picking on his neck. That wasn't the only thing. Like, this <laughs> dude looked like a thumb with a really bad fucking hairline. Like, I just not dude. He needed someone to love him. Because no one was going to lust after this fucking guy. (laughs) Again, unless they were literally smoking crack.
1: Oh, my God. So uh after they get finished uh smoking the crack he ends up beating him several times in the head with a blunt object and then strangled him with a plastic bag a month later 18 year old Bruce Williams fell victim to uh Dominic in a similar fashion so in May of 1999 Dominic was driving around Kenner when he spotted 20 21 year old Manuel Reed who offered to sell him drugs so he yeah, Ronald ends up agreeing, lets him get into his truck, where he then rapes him and strangles Reed. Yeah. Um, Ronald would later... Dunk- Definitely gotta
0: be an extended cab truck. For Ronald to have any kind of movement <coughs> in that fucking truck. Extended cabs with seats that go way back.
1: Oh, God, that is just He's terrible. a big fella. I know. Wait. I But see, you said all that, and then I had to visualize it. Like, my mind's eye saw oh. it all, and I went... Oh, yeah. Ugh. The
0: whole time I was taking these notes, I, I was just like, oh, I can smell everything. <laughs> Yeah, it just looks like he smells like a truck stop bathroom. I mean, that's, on a good day.
1: Oh. Plus, it's down there in the swamp. A lot of humidity. Who is it that was talking about Britney Spears walking to the bathroom? It's like, ooh, that's dirty. You don't do that. Oh, she went in barefoot to yeah. the bathroom. Who is
0: that? I don't know. It I was a big comment. Oh, Ralphie May Ralphie about May. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah he, that's he, what
1: I heard when he said that. He was like, ooh, that's dirty. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs>
0: looked, yeah, and Ronald Dominic looked like the bottom of Britney Spears' feet after she walked into that public restroom with no shoes on. Uh, yeah, so now, uh, again, the... Uh, he, Ron, Ronald uh, raped and killed Manuel Reed. Uh, then he actually later dumped his corpse in a dumpster in the uh, city's industrial zone, uh, about a mile away from where he had actually disposed of Joseph Brown's body. Uh, now, similar to Oliver LeBanks, semen traces were found on Manuel Reed. That they, you know, I, I, they didn't know who it was, yeah. but you know, so now they another pattern's emerging. Yeah. But they're still not putting everything together. Joe, a month later. Uh, Ronald killed 21-year-old Angel Mieja,
1: M E I J. No, it's M E J I A. Yeah, there Mieja, we go.
0: Mihia. something like that. Yeah. Uh, now, Angel was also homeless uh, and had past convictions for drug possession as well. Uh, at first, Ronald tried to actually dump Angel's corpse uh, in a in a dumpster again, but discovered that it was full, so he just left the body on the street. Full <laughs> fat fucking fat necked lazy ass manner. Like you know, just oh, the dumpster's full. I'll just leave it here. Again, he's sloppy. Like we we we've talked about people who have had, who have gotten decent body counts as far, and I don't decent's not the right word, but have had pretty high up body. I mean, twenty
1: three. That that is pretty high. That's a high ass yeah. body
0: count, and it's it, especially high it's, when you consider the fact that it took place in the late nineties yeah. in America. Yeah, that somebody got DNA this point.
1: evidence, all this shit.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. But again, and and again, I guess they just didn't have. I don't know. It, it, if they get blood from you, like if they had your DNA, if they if they got blood from you or something, would that still link the same with semen and shit? I mean, DNA is DNA, correct? I don't know. I, I would imagine so, but I mean, I mean,
1: you can sequence DNA from like tissue and bodily right so liquids he he was so they should have been able to sequence
0: it he had that hundred thousand dollar you know even though eventually okay so he was arrested
1: but there was no that doesn't mean that they take a dna sample the moment that you get hit with like a a sexual harassment charge um but the the guy came out saying he was raped i was gonna say next though but the guy that um he supposedly raped and i say supposedly because he never showed back up that he couldn't even establish who the person was they're not gonna take that evidence until you've been convicted Really? So yeah, okay. yeah. No, you can't have that pulled like that. Fair
0: enough, but it's still crazy yeah. though that, it, that, that this went on for that length of time with that many bodies. Again, we're talking late '90s America. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It just it just flabbergasts me because again, he's not smart. He's not. He's sloppy. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing if you want to say smart that he's doing is he t- he seems to be going after people that a lot of people aren't going to miss.
1: Oh, and I should clarify. I I just thought about that. It's not that they wouldn't take the DNA until he was convicted. They could take it as part as like evidence but because this the that case technically fell through and he couldn't be charged they pretty much had to like just get rid of it but had he been convicted it would have then been uploaded to a database then it would have been easier to actually establish all these other uh, murders to him
0: gotcha yeah because he's I mean, he's just, he's just leaving DNA everywhere on, yeah exactly yeah he's just skeet
1: skeeting everywhere and <laughs> yeah, he's not just straight, gotten picked just straight up straight
0: little john in and no And yeah. I, I say little funny because uh, nothing about this man was fucking little <laughs> uh, so uh, after again he just leaves angel's body in the street so uh, after examining the corpse the uh, coroners uh, they concluded that the victim had actually been tied up with a rope prior to his death again mm-hmm. coming into that whole bondage situation not talking about being strangled by a rope but just he was bonded. tied up now while investigating the the killing law enforcement finally starts to put a little bit of something together and they they established that angel uh say that word again (laughs) angel mehia uh uh, joseph brown and gary pierre two of his other previous victims all knew each other and they actually lived in close proximity to each other so again like everything else he does in life he's fucking lazy he's he's (laughs) literally going through the same areas Mm -hmm. he's not branching out again he's 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 doing nothing to not be caught. Yeah. But he gets away with- He's just staying consistent. Right. And he gets away with 21 of them, or sorry, 23 of them- uh, Joe, the next one is in August of 1999.
1: Yeah, so Ronald meets 34-year-old Mitchell Johnson and uh, offering him drugs in exchange for, uh, exchange for sexual favors.
0: Again, <laughs> the only way he's getting laid.
1: Yeah, he then took Johnson to the forest outside of Metairie where he tied, raped, and strangled him. Mitchell's fully nude body was discovered on September 1st. In January 2000, Ronald Dominick claimed another victim, 23-year-old Michael Vincent, in Lafayette. La Fourche Parish. I hope that's correct. La <laughs> a,
0: lot of, a lot of French shit down there. The French used to love themselves <laughs> in
1: Louisiana. <laughs> um, so. Uh, in early October of 2000, Ronald became closely associated with 20-year-old Kenneth Randolph Jr., a child molester who lived near him in uh, the Trailer Park. Um, he learned Jesus, Kenneth. I'm not
0: knocking my Trailer Park dreadheads. I love I y'all, but good
1: god. And We like, even talked about the next place that we do. Instead of building a house, we're just like, fuck it. We'll just get a big ass oh, piece yeah, of just, property, yeah, and stick yeah, a damn trailer yeah, just on live it, live cheap as shit. I'm, yeah, no these mortgage. Yeah, mortgages for on sure. Goddamn kids. No. <laughs> Ronald lured Kenneth Randolph into his trailer telling that a girl wanted to have sex with him there
0: again, establishing the whole fact that not not every not all of his victims were gay mm-hmm. he, and he would use this, and this is not the first time, or sorry this is not the last time that he would use this promise of hey, I got a girl in there, she mm-hmm. likes group sex or she's into this, she's into that to lure what would have not been you know that were not gay people like or gay men into for him to be able to kill, so again like i, I the MO seems weird. Mhm. Like I, I mean I, again like originally it seems like he's there's kind of a racial motivation. That's out the window now. Yeah. I believe Angel was the first one if I was looking at the list correctly that 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 was not black. Mhm. It seems like it's, uh, you know, other gay men. That's out the window now. At this point, he's just the only thing Opportunity
1: he's, only. Because that's that's where it kind of lends it lends credence to being... It feels more like a spree than anything, even though the time constraints don't long allow ass it. ass
0: spree for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know. Um. So once inside, Ronald ends up attacking and murdering him. And then he takes the body to a field outside of the city where the partially naked remains of Kenneth Randolph Jr. was found on October 6th.
0: Right. Now, six days after they found found kent randolph jr's body uh october 12th ronald uh met 26 year old anoka jones a financially strained uh, petty criminal in H- huma 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 H. O. U. M. A. I who h-o-u-m-a let yeah, say huma yeah huma yeah so uh in huma this uh, place in louisiana uh ronald attacked anoka tied him up raped him and then strangled him to death per what he normally do uh normally did Uh, Ronald later dumped the body of Anoka under a highway overpass where it was just discovered just a few hours later now again uh, he starts in 97 we're now in late 2002 Joe Mm -hmm. and Ronald Dominic and his sister end up moving he's still living with his sister because he can't hold down a. the only thing he's good at quote unquote is killing people and again we can establish he's pretty shitty at that that too apart from being able to kill him he he sucks at the rest of it they moved to the rural community of Bayou Blue. So when he's there, uh, he ends up getting a job as a uh, somebody who was checking like electricity levels at like local power supplies. I figured I guess they figured the size of him a shock wouldn't kill him. <laughs> Uh, that would—I mean—it's literally going to be he like cattle
1: prod him. And he'd be like, ouch. It's literally going to be <laughs> <That's> like a... <laughs> with the
0: effect of it hitting a tree. If you see his neck size and stuff like that, so they're like, "Look, we, at least we're—we're we're not going to have any kind of potential lawsuit on our hands here." <laughs> um, this, so, but now this job allowed him
1: to travel mm. a little bit. So now we're talking about changing up geography as well. Right? Again,
0: though, this is just by happenstance he didn't decide to do this he would have likely just kept killing in the same area so this may, you can maybe say, gave him a little bit more length in his ability to act up, but we're still talking about more what, close, his to a, <laughs> close to double-digit murders by this point that have taken place over five years, and they still haven't caught him. So I'm not going to give the law, thor- the, the, you know, the law enforcement around there at, at this time much credit either way.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, around this time, though, Ronald killed 19-year-old Detrell Woods, uh, dumped him and his bicycle in a nearby Reed Field, uh, now, Detrell Wood's decomposed and partially naked body actually remained un, uh, undiscovered until the uh, late May of 2003. Now, the cause of Detrell's death was deemed as asphyxiation uh, and was considered to be accidental in nature since he suffered from asthma. God damn, Dude, I'm telling you, it just some of these, I'm like, the, the idea... A serial killer is less far-fetched. But he was partially naked.
1: Than- and also, too, if he wasn't known to go into that air, the family would be like, he should have been there. He doesn't frequent there. I... Okay, these cops suck ass. Well, yeah, now he's in a new area. This so is this why... Is, no, this is why Steve segall is a goddamn
0: cop. Don't say cop. Steve. It's the Steve... Impl-
1: Steven Seagal is yes. a fucking cop down in goddamn Parish, Louisiana. Well,
0: he's in a parish. They, they, they called, I, they thought it was, I thought
1: they called it La Parish. La Parish No, I don't know. Louisiana. I know we watched don't a few know.
0: episodes of that Lawman show uh, and... Uh,
1: Just to make fun of my mother, mind you.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Her mom... Well, as any Asian. old Asian lady is... Oh, they think Steven Seagal, Seagal, they think he Steven- was handsome. They think that he was as quick as lightning. Uh, if you watch him... <sighs> as quick him. as his hairline received. Well, I know there's a lot of videos making fun of Steven Seagal now. Go back and watch him in his quote-unquote prime. It was easy to ridicule him then. Yes. I do not understand how He was how in this his like early
1: 30s before he got popular and you could already see his fucked up hairline and then you could even see about two movies later when he decided oh, He got it fixed then. He, he got, got that widow's Fu- peak, He though. got a widow's peak fucking plug put in. Dude, yeah. Who and the fuck thinks that looks
0: good? <laughs> Steven Seagal. Ugh. And yeah, and your mother. Yeah. And pretty much all of like Southeast Asia who to this day still <laughs> buy his directed fucking DVD oh. movies. Where all he does is basically sit. Yeah. And he's just sitting. Sometimes he's wearing uh, like... Sunglasses sort of, and well, He's not- always wearing sunglasses yeah. because his puffy eyes are fucking terrible. Sometimes <laughs> he's in military garb. He might be special ops. Other times he's in a lot of silk to really show how Asian he is apparently. And he
1: really is starting to look really goddamn Asian in his older years. I don't years. know what
0: he looks like anymore, but it's it's hilarious. They're worth mm. it. I mean, they're great comedies. Yeah. If you want to watch... Maybe that's why they're, they're all <laughs> laughing at him and he doesn't know it anymore. Mm. But yeah, so... We yeah.
1: digress. Sorry. Right, right, right. So, <laughs> so,
0: yeah, now we're getting to October of 2004. Yep. So a little bit of another break there. Maybe he got busy with work. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe his neck was hurting him. I, I don't know. Uh, October of 2004, Ronald Dominic lures 46-year-old Larry Matthews to his house uh, with the promise of getting, you know, getting some drugs. While taking the drugs, Larry ends up losing consciousness due to an overdose, after which he passes out, Dominic rapes him and strangles him while he's passed out in the middle of a drug overdose. Uh, Ronald would later dump Larry's body, uh, you know, a couple dozen miles away from the scene of the crime. Uh, nobody initially reported Larry Matthews as missing since he was also homeless. Again, he's, he's sticking to the MO. Um, and his identity later had to be established, actually, via fingerprints. Mm,
1: okay, so uh, Dominic's Nick's victim, his uh, first white victim, actually, was 21-year-old Michael Barnett, whose body was found on October 24th of 2004. In February 2005, Ronald ends up murdering 22-year-old Leon Lorette, an alcoholic vagrant who had previously lived with two of Ronald's previous victims, uh, Michael Barrett and Anaka Jones. Michael Barnett. Oh, I'm sorry, Barnett, not yeah. Barnett. Um, Leon Lorette was even considered to be the prime suspect in Jones's murder, murder, as he was the last person to actually see him prior to his disappearance.
0: So, again, he's right back into the Yeah, old he's habit.
1: just in those little social circles. Yeah, he's just he's uh, yeah, like, he's... fuck it, just knock off the whole household.
0: Oh, I mean, at this point, you've got to be he's like, just like pretty... shooting fish in a barrel. I mean, honestly, yeah, a barrel. For him. Yeah, About like to his, thick neck. his neck. <laughs> All right. I don't have any fish you could fit in there. But he's he's, he's, he's starting, I think at this point, you got to be getting a little bit cocky along with your stupidity i mean good mm. lord think of how many he's gotten away with think of how many people we've talked about on this show even with only 52 episodes done that that could that never got anywhere close
1: to this kind of a body count and actually put a lot more thought into trying but to get away trying with it. a lot
0: harder to not get found yeah. out and a lot of them took place decades prior yeah. to this even happening so I've, he's got to be getting a little bit cocky so now two months later dreadheads in april Uh, Ronald meets 31-year-old August Watkins, who's also homeless, um, and he actually lured August by offering him a place to stay overnight. That's Mm -hmm. fucking terrible. That's a really terrible thing to to do. Not to take in a homeless person. That's great, but God, again, he's he's he's. I know somebody.
1: No, no, I completely. When you read that, I was like, I felt so like off because I'm just like, maybe this. That guy probably had so much hope the fact that he was about to stay the night somewhere that his life was about to turn back right.
0: around. And no, it was old fucking fatneck Rob Dominic that yeah. got a hold of him. Um, so Watkins uh ends up going to Ronald's trailer. Uh Ronald gives him some booze and um offer to him to have sex with a supposed female acquaintance. So Ron you know, Ronald's like, Hey, you know, I got this girl, she's, you know, her neck's not as big as mine, like, you know, (laughs) I can call her up, you want to fuck her and stuff like that, Uh, again, just plying him with alcohol. Well, he ends up uh, tying up August, uh, raping him, and then strangling to death. Now, after August Watkins' corpse was discovered, police Begin to consider for the the first first time, time. for the first goddamn time, finally that, hey, maybe there's a serial killer active in the Kenner and Homa area uh, since the murders in both areas uh, had a lot of striking, you know, similarities in their modus operandi. Again, so Kenner is where he was doing most of the early parts of it. So it wasn't until the same shit started happening over in Homa Mm. that they're like, you know, wait a second.
1: Maybe don't say homo. Is. Sounds too much like homo.
0: I know. I was I was Hom- going to make the joke that Robert was a homosexual. <laughs> but I, you know, and I still think it's a fine joke, by the way. I don't give a fuck <laughs> if anybody finds that funny or finds it funny or not funny. That is that is high art right there. Robert Dominic was a huma.
1: Well, I'm at least surprised that at least by this point they, they, you know, link up the similarities. But at least they were smart enough at this point to be like, you know what, we've... Probably fucked this up bad enough. Let's hand this over to the FBI. Yeah, it's not all usually the We can't do our jobs. Let us hand it over to the the FBI. The cops get pissed
0: because the FBI insert themselves. Yeah, no. At this point, they're just like, please help us. (laughs) I think we have missed a lot of things going on here, and it would be real nice. The last detective went through the program in like 62. (laughs) Right. We got Steven seagal down here training everybody. (laughs) We thought it was going to work. We don't want to tell it. it. has not been working. Uh, we He's not good at hand-to-hand combat. I don't know why we thought his investigative, like he had something to teach us there. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, they ended up handing it over to the FBI. And a few days after uh, killing August Watkins, Ronald Dominic kills 23-year-old Kurt Cunningham.
1: Then later that summer, Ronald murders 28-year-old Alonza Hogan in uh, St. Charles Parish, and 17-year-old Wayne Smith in Terrebonne Parish. He lured them both under the pretense of them having sex with one of his female friends. Right. So now
0: again, he's getting uh, he's getting a lot further away from killing other gay men. Mm. Not, you know, yeah. he's not going to the clubs anymore. Yeah. Anything like that. Now he's just over there. I think he's realized. Oh, it works the same way. I can. Th- Make them think there's a broad back at my place that we can bang and then I don't even uh, have to be seen at the I don't even have to go to the gay clubs anymore exactly I could be even more in denial
1: yeah so unlike his previous victims though Alonzo Hogan and Wayne Smith had no prior criminal convictions and weren't known to use drugs Hogan had been raped by Ron before being murdered and no traces of semen were found on Wayne Smith's corpse since his body had been disposed of in a canal where it had severely decomposed before being discovered only a few days later so we're now in September of 2005 and Ronald Dominic murders 40-year-old Chris DeVille, who was trying to hitchhike out of Napoleon... Napo- Napoleonville. Na- oh, I didn't see the E. Napoleonville, following Hurricane Katrina. So, of course, someone,
0: a fucking gross, fat bastard like Ronald Dominic would use something awful like Hurricane Katrina to, to be pick like, up victims, oh, this yeah. is a great way to get more victims. There's a lot of people displaced. There's a lot more people probably sleeping out in the wide open and shit like that. Yeah, buddy, let's go hunting. Yeah, I know.
1: Fucking, fucking disgusting, yeah. He... He later dumps DeVille's uh, corpse in a reed field, and his skeletal remains were discovered the following month and identified by relatives, only thanks to ID cards and other personal bo- belongings that actually got left beside the body. Yeah,
0: so I think at this point he's starting to taunt.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Because it's
0: not like they found him, like, like he still had his wallet in his, like, pants Mm. when they found the skeletal remains. Man, it, was it could specific. have been one of
1: those things that he just pulled out what he needed of it and just tossed it on the Maybe ground. Maybe see if he had any cash
0: on Yeah, him or that's what like I that. think. And I mean, he's pulled, But again, yeah. he's still doing literally everything possible yeah. to get caught. And at this point, without they, even
1: intentionally doing it. That's the thing. Maybe like he not. just he's just a messy person.
0: He, well, he's just stupid, honestly, I think. <sighs> if he, I mean, good lord, if he had brains as big as his neck, he would have he would have fucking racked up twenty three hundred killings. And we're we're getting close to the end here. I I it's very rare that we have a case that we study where we can get so many, at least, few small details about, like, every one of the killings, so I, I wanted to make sure to bring that to you, so I, I'm trying for it to not be too boring us just going, like, kill by kill by kill, but it is rare, you know that yeah. as well, for, for us to have names of all the victims all the victims were found yeah we had a few details about all of them so when that arises on it i you know dreadheads we we, we
1: like to get that to you we kind of relish in it <laughs>
0: exactly uh so now this brings us to late november of 2005 uh ronald kills 21 year old nicholas pellegrin in la forche parish uh during the investigation into uh nicholas's death Uh, his relatives told the police that shortly before his death, Nicholas had borrowed $400 from from some local drug dealers and had actually missed payment, uh, and he had started getting death threats because of this. So, again, it's... He just has such a literal, literal dumb luck.
1: Yeah, it really is. Like,
0: he just happened to get this guy, Nicholas Pellegrin, who had borrowed money from some dangerous people, and Pellegrin had been getting death threats... So, again, they just immediately, even with the FBI involved, they're like, okay, this went in the serial killer. This isn't the serial killer. Yeah. This is going on. So, that brings us, finally, Dreadheads, to his last confirmed victim, which is 27-year-old Christopher Sutterfield. Uh, Sutterfield was bi, a bisexual, that is, uh, and had met Ronald in actually the summer of 2006, after which they began dating. So, hmm. this is the first time... That we actually see of him having a relationship with anybody uh, outside of just one night stands. And I mean, maybe there was some, but I mean, in, in any of the research, this is the first time they actually mentioned that part of it, that they, they had a relationship. And now, on October 14th, while they were out on a date together in Iberville Parish, uh, Ronald ends up hitting Christopher Sutterfield on the head with a heavy, blunt object and ended up knocking him out. Uh, after finding and then you know after he had knocked him out he uh, you know did did what he normally does mm. uh, I don't know if I couldn't find out if though he had actually been raped uh, the, the, after the cops had found his body uh, they interviewed Sutterfield's relatives and you know some of his friends and acquaintances and stuff like that uh, and all of them confirmed that they had last seen him with a man driving a black SUV but they were unable to describe uh, the, the man's appearance but the car did match that of of a vehicle that Ronald Dominic had at that time.
1: So this leads us up to uh, November of 2006. Um, This is when Ronald Dominic finally came under police suspicion after Ricky Wallace, a resident of Bayou Blue, reported that he had actually, um, that, you know, uh, what is this, Dominic Dominic had actually lured him to his trailer in mid-2006 with an offer to share drugs and have sex with a girl like he had previously done. Right. And after Wallace entered the trailer, according to his testimony ronald tried to convince him that his girlfriend enjoyed bondage and offered to tie wallace up now wallace was smart and he refused and soon after he was allowed to leave uh ronald's trailer
0: yeah i would imagine at this point because wallace then decides to go to the police so i'm imagining by this point a lot is hitting the newspapers and stuff like that and so he's probably at this point like fucking hell like this guy's fitting a lot of the shit that's going on was trying to get me like tied up, the girl wasn't even there.
1: Yeah, like I got the heebie-jeebies. I'm I gotta tell somebody. Yeah, so he, he goes to the cops
0: and tells them what went on. But now originally the the his testimony was questioned uh, because he was a uh, drug addict and that had uh, apparently had a history of lying. Uh, but nevertheless, the cops went ahead and brought Ronald in for questioning. I'm guessing at this point, they're just, they're, they're dying for any fucking lead possible. Yeah. Cause I, I didn't see anything about others getting brought in or falsely arrested or anything like that. Again, one of the people that I forget his name out of 23 of them that Ronald killed was suspected of killing. I, I remember Anoka Jones. Cause that's such an, a, a cool name. Yeah. But so one of the guys that they had suspected had killed one of these guys wound up dead in roughly the same manner himself. So they, they had no fucking clue.
1: Yeah, what the fuck?
0: In, at that? all. So they mm-hmm. bring in Ronald, and of course, Ronald, being the dumb, thumb-like man that he is, uh, while he was there, he just straight up agreed to, to give a blood sample to, to
1: donate him. it. Yeah, he didn't have to even be, you know, subpoenaed for it. Or, right, they yeah. just
0: asked him if he'd be willing to do it, and he goes, sure. I think it's subpoenaed, right? I, I, can't, I, can't, I know her. if you're subpoenaed, you have to come in then or decor, whatever. Or I don't yeah, know if it's the same with, stuff. yeah, DNA. Uh, yeah, so over the next week, they start doing DNA testing. And, of course, they match Donald, uh, Ronald Dominick's uh, with that of the killer who had left behind Seaman. Uh, on the bodies of Oliver LeBanks and Manuel Reed, which of course resulted in his arrest.
1: Yeah. So on December 1st, of 2006, uh, Ron D- Dominic was officially arrested at a homeless shelter. Um, after being arrested, he told the police that he knew it was a matter of time before he was actually captured, and so he had moved out of his sister's house in order not to inconvenience her. Right. If
0: you're wondering now why that's he's at a homeless shelter, there's 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 no sign that he quit that job where he was. I actually electric- have no
1: problem with giving him kudos on that one because his sister didn't. didn't Deserve to have that fucking landfall to fucking happen on her, and at least he had enough common decency not to screw right. her over. I
0: would be interested how 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 if the, if he had moved to the homeless shelter before giving them the DNA sample, and maybe at that point, I mean, he's he's got to fucking know you've killed twenty some odd men. I mean, maybe he counted them and he knew it was twenty three exactly.
1: There's no way. Maybe a spidey sense, his Nick sense, was tingling. Or at this point, he wants to and get he was caught. just like, "Shit, I'm about to get caught." <laughs> at
0: this point, maybe he wants to get caught. I don't know, because to me, it just makes no. I haven't done a damn thing wrong. Yeah. And if you take me to a police station tonight, there is no fucking way. Yeah. I'm giving them a blood sample.
1: No, hell no, because I don't want fucking planting evidence Absolutely. on my ass. Absolutely. Yeah. So once at the police station, he expressed his desire to cooperate with the investigation or uh, investigation and investigators. He readily confessed to the 23 murders and described them in detail. Um, and, and the details that were also only known to the investigating officers. Right. So he gave him additional Complete information.
0: Cooperation. Yeah. I, I mean, once he was caught, I, that's what makes me wonder if like that's why he gave the sample because he put up no fucking fight. Yeah. Uh, he actually ends up accepting a plea bargain from the prosecutors, uh, on September 24th of 2008. Uh, they found him guilty on all charges and sentenced him to eight life in, uh, life, uh, eight life sentences. Yeah. Uh, with, without the possibility of parole, And he is currently still incarcerated at the Louisiana State Penitentiary in Angola.
1: An interesting fact, my dad actually spent some time at this particular penitentiary. Serving or? Serving, yeah. No, Con. not no, 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 like <laughs> no shit. So your dad did cafeteria work, right? Yeah, yeah. My dad was a food service director uh, for a big company, and he mo- mainly uh, did the uh, kitchen management, like the contract food management. Right. Um. So yeah, he was at that uh, penitentiary, and I remember shortly even after leaving that one, he went to the one in Oklahoma that was a maximum security prison. That was the one that got locked down. I told you about that story. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Where he was nice to the guys in the kitchen, and they're like, "Man, you better hang the fuck back, cause shit's about to go down." And had he not, he'd have been locked in the prison with the prisoners. But I digress. My bad. It ain't about that. I just thought it was Maybe, interesting yeah. when I saw Angola. I was like, "Oh shit, I remember that one." Absolutely.
0: <laughs> well, well, I wonder what years. Well, no, because he's he's he was there in two thousand and eight. So your dad was had been past doing all that shit by that point.
1: Uh no. Mm-hmm yeah, yeah, you're all right. that. Yeah, it was a uh, two thousand and five when he stopped doing that. So yeah got gotcha,
0: you, got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. Well, anyway, dreadheads, that wraps up episode fifty two about Robert Dominic, the Bayou Strangler. We hope you enjoyed it. Thank you guys very much. and uh, again, Better late than never, so at least it's coming out on Wednesday, even if it's Wednesday night versus
1: Wednesday morning. Yes, and thank Uh, you for all the plays on last week's episode. Absolutely.
0: Uh, Tsutomu Miyazaki, the plays have been through the roof for that one. So thank you all very, very much. Uh, and you know what? We've taken up enough of their time, Joe. Yeah. Let's get to it real quick. One last time. Where's the most dreadful website on the internet?
1: dreadpodcast.com. Right. Go there. You'll get links to all the
0: podcast platforms as well as our YouTube and BitChute. You'll find uh, links to our Facebook and IG, merch store, donation, all of that good stuff right there. And please do us a favor if you are listening on Apple or Spotify. Leave us a five-star review. Send a screenshot of that review along with your mailing address to our Facebook, our IG, or Spread spreadthedreadpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be very appreciative of it, and we'll make sure to send you some free five-star super spreader Spread the Dread podcast stickers for doing that for us. Anything else, Joe? No, that's it. Dreadheads. Thank y'all so much for listening. We're going to close it out like we do always by saying, I'm John. And I'm Joe. And we know it's dreadful out there, so you don't focus on that and leave the dread to us. Instead, make sure that you stay positive, proud, and powerful. And no matter what you're doing while listening to this or what you're going to do right when this episode is over, get out there and wreck that shit. Why don't you start right now and get the fuck out of here?